Power Hour LSU Boom! All night long. Yes. Let's freaking go. We are less than a week away from actual game day, and I'm looking at each and every one of you now. I want to start off with a very special message. This isn't just for LSU fans. This isn't just for Florida State fans. This is for everybody. I want you to enjoy the nervousness that you feel in your body right now. Because this season opening game is the only game in all of college football that is between two ranked teams, okay? And this game counts. Now, when the college football playoff stretches out to 12 teams, the feeling of nerves that you have isn't going to be quite the same because the games won't matter as much. You will have a lot more breathing room to get into the college football playoff with a 12-team format, especially if you play such a difficult team like Florida State and vice versa for Florida State LSU in the very first game of the season. You don't know what your team looks like. You don't know if the units are going to be clicking on all cylinders. So I want you to enjoy what you feel right now in your stomach because I am telling you right now, it is amazing how many people have told me that my analysis has made them nervous, right? But my analysis is never meant to lead you astray. I'm always going to look positively at LSU football and the players at play, but I'm also going to be very real with you, right? So uh, we're going to get into a lot of different topics today. I feel as if the best bet to win the Heisman Trophy on LSU's roster is not Jaden Daniels, but Harold Perkins. Now, it's not me saying that Jaden isn't going to have a magnificent season. He is the player most likely to win the Heiser Trophy. He has the second best odds. But I truly do believe that the voters of the Heisman Trophy have evolved, right? It's always going to go to a quarterback unless someone truly has a spectacular season. But what we have seen is a more willingness to go look at other positions. I have heard some steam for Brock Bowers to potentially win the Heisman Trophy. I can actually see that happen. I could actually see someone that is not a quarterback, a running back, or wide receiver not actually go out there and win the Heisman Trophy. And you take a look at the poll question right now. Who is the best bet? I would say it's Harold Perkins, right? With Jordan Travis and Jaden Daniels, they're both two top five players when it comes to the Heisman Hods. Harold Perkins is better at what he does than what those guys do. I truly do believe this guy is truly, truly, truly special. And trust me, you've heard me a thousand times over say Jaden Daniels and um, uh, Jordan Travis are, are really freaking good quarterbacks. But I'm telling you right now, if Harold Perkins has a big game on Sunday, there is going to be such a heavy push for voters to actually say, hmm, well, we certainly don't want to give it to Caleb. We don't want back-to-back -back winners, and we need to give it to a defensive player at some point, and 
that would exercise the demons of Tyron Matthew getting robbed. Are you kidding me? Robert Griffin, uh, the third over Tyron Matthew? So I really do think Harold Perkins at plus 15,000, right? Uh, that's an extra zero to what Jaden and, and and Jordan's Heisen numbers are right now. So I think Perkins is going to have a special season. Obviously, he's going to be playing kind of a new role. But as Brian Kelly said, they're still going to use him a lot like how they used him last season. Okay? I'm telling you right now, this could be a legacy game for Harold Perkins on freaking Sunday. And I hope it is because you guys know I have run my numbers. I have watched the matchup over. I actually watched the Florida State-Oklahoma game from last year in the bowl season. I truly do think this game is going to be a high-scoring game. I hope it's not. I hope it's 38-LSU, 17-Florida State. I hope it's like that. Okay? Now, as we always say, we want to make sure the conversation is very cordial, very nice. We want everyone to get along. And we have a great week of shows lined up for you. Once again, Tuesdays, 8.15 Central. Wednesdays, 6 p.m. Thursdays, 8.15 Central. And Sunday, we'll have a pregame, halftime, and postgame show. So, I'm really looking forward to that. I am trying to get uh, a prognosticator on the show tomorrow night, an analytics person that actually runs his own numbers. And I kind of want to share with you what he had to say about the LSU-Florida State game. We'll get to that in just a second. Um, but for right now, I want people to understand that this game is going to be a legendary. I truly do mean it. I truly do feel it in the bottom of my soul. And we get our first Super Chatter of the evening. It is William. And if we get to a hundo tonight, I said, look, why don't we give out an autograph card of someone who currently is at LSU? who is currently working with the team each and every day. Now, he's not a current player, but he is a guy from Baton Rouge, Louisiana. He is a guy who had a strong push from Texas for him to go there. Tonight, if we get to a hundo in Super Chats, bang, we're giving out a Nicholas Brissett autograph ticket auto rookie card, and it's going to you, one of the many thousand-yard rushers at LSU. So, and we'll also throw a Brian Kelly card in there. Uh, if we get to uh, $100 in Super Chats tonight, okay? Uh, so, let's go. Let's go. Let's go to William. All right. So, William is a patron, so he gets access to all the extra film study. Everybody that signs up for Patreon is linked down below. You get a Joe Burrow card in the mail for me, no, no questions asked. I sent out three of them for three new patrons over the weekend, Okay. Each and every one of you get a borough card. So it's essentially you're getting that first month on me, and you're getting a borough card from yours truly. Um, and tomorrow on Patreon, I'm going to have actually a little excerpt out on a few specific things that I think LSU is going to need to do versus Florida State. The best offensive game plan to beat Florida State. I want to start with one very simple truth here. I felt... LSU's offensive performance versus Florida State was so bad on so many different levels that there aren't many quarterbacks who could have found a way around keeping us in that game outside of Jaden Daniels. I truly do mean it. It took someone who is an expert at avoiding getting sacked. Now, Jaden did set a record amount of sacks last year, but the truth is, 
that's because he didn't actually decide to throw the football, right? He also, though, was really good in this Florida State game, and there's no other way around it. Now, there is one thing specifically I think he did not do a good job of in the Florida State game. We might get to that tonight. I kind of wanted to save that for tomorrow, but here's what we're going to do. Uh, if we get to a hundo and super chats, I'll go on in and talk about it tonight. But on Patreon tomorrow, if you are a patron, you're going to get in your inbox tomorrow um, a little extra something that I've been seeing on film. But William, just to give you a great Cliff Notes version of the most important thing LSU is going to need to do, they have got to get inside zone going, which is simply run plays up the middle. Inside zone, duo, I know the film guys, uh, they, they fight over what exactly is what every single time. Um, to me, it really, really doesn't matter unless I am actually a coach. But essentially, we have got to run the football up the middle on these guys. You would be shocked at how bad we were at running the football right at the gut in this game when inside zone ended up being one of the best things we were at last year. We ran that staple so much. And... Last year, we just couldn't get any movement, and that's because we did not have our correct offensive line picked. Uh, we didn't have the right center picked. Our guard situation wasn't sorted out. Our tackle situation on the right side wasn't sorted out just yet. And, you know, God bless them. They, Jared Verse ate us alive, and their defensive tackles ate us alive. Now, Verse is back. I hate that uh, because he is really freaking good. And – Honestly, I went back and I rewatched the game again. I've watched it so many times now. I cannot really think of a defensive lineman that tore us up more than him. There have been others that have just absolutely destroyed us over the years, but he is definitely in the Mount Rushmore of guys who ate us alive. Their defensive tackles ate us alive. We have got to be able to move those guys, and it, it doesn't take much. And the next thing I would say, William – is our running backs in that game, yes, they didn't have a whole lot of room to work with, but I felt for me, outside of Noah Kane, I felt the running backs that we were playing in that game didn't do a good enough job at breaking tackles and making things happen for us. So I think Logan Diggs is going to help us out with that a lot. I like thicker backs, and he does give us a little extra dimension. And I also think... This could be a Caleb Jackson game. Uh, there's, um, for, so to put it simply, Florida State likes to run light boxes. They like to have six guys in the box. And simply put, it is a numbers game. All right. If they have six guys in the box, we are going to have our five offensive linemen in there and Mason in there a lot. So it's our six versus your six. It's actually six and a half with Jaden's ability to run. We have got to punish him if they're going to keep giving us two high looks, and we've got to run on them. We just do. Um, now, can we win this game without a good running game? Yeah, absolutely. You, 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 you can because passing the football is a more productive play than running it, but I would like us to do what we do, which is a physical run game and rushing attack right up the gut. OK, um, so, yeah, I, I I hope we can get that going now. Beside to Dr. Morgan, Samuel, good to see you. 
Very happy birthday to you, man. Um, but yes, it, that was, to me, Brian, the most interesting thing. When I went and actually looked at all of other Florida State's performances, we have the athletes to run on them. We do. I, I, I really do feel like we had the athletes to do it, okay? Th- there were a few things in that game and a few players in that game that are key players for us this year that didn't have good games, right? So I, I, I'm i not going to fault Mason Taylor for not blocking well in his first ever true freshman game as a fallen rollie. But he, he did have a tough time blocking in that game. Once again, a true freshman tight end. He was put in a really difficult spot, and he did have some big catches for us later in that game. Miles Frazier also had a tough game versus their front. Um, so, yeah, I mean, we, we've got we've got to bring it. We we just do. And I think those guys are going to come out guns a-blazing, and I think we're going to be able to run the football on them. I really, 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 really do believe so. Okay? Um and John Scott said we had a ton of injuries on the D line. Well, you still had Lovett and you still had Verse, and those guys ate us alive. Okay. Now, if you guys don't mind, all right, I kind of want to play some of the Jaden Daniels audio uh, from earlier tonight. We'll get to that uh, hopefully a little bit later. Um, I do want to show you this. This still pisses me off so much. Right, and you guys have asked what ticks you off, Carter, the freaking power. And yes, I refer to myself in the third person because I'm so mad that Will Campbell actually can't wear this jersey number. Look at this aesthetic. This is how God intended single digit numbers to look like, right? On big men. Let this man NCAA. You have screwed over so many people. We have got to let offensive linemen wear single digit numbers. Well, we can't tell who's an eligible or ineligible receiver. Yes, you can. A guy who's 320 pounds is not an eligible receiver ever, ever. Unless, of course, it's Kelvin Benjamin. Kidding, Florida State fans. I'm telling you right now, all right, Will Campbell should be allowed to wear this single-digit jersey number. This is a Travis mockery. The man was awarded this legendary feat. You you can't get a jersey number like number seven anywhere else. Anywhere else. Let the man be freaking great. Let him be great. And this clip from Louisiana versus all y'all. I had Zach Rome sent me this this morning. Tweeted this out. Y'all got to see this, man. It's good stuff. I think it's Jared Roser. I go head to toe drip, drippiest O lineman in the country. Uh, I go head to toe drip, drippiest O lineman in the country. Uh, <laughs> ah, the drippiest O lineman in the country. Love that deep voice, baby. Let's go. Let's go. The Rustin rifle. Throw it all the way back. BT, what's good? We say hi to Don. Should be very interesting. Don, thank you for your generosity in this last live stream. Appreciate it. I love all the Florida State feedback I've been getting. Hope you guys come back after this week. I know you probably won't. I get it. There's a thousand good Florida State YouTube channels. I'm going on one. Well, I went on one this past weekend. It was really good. I'll tell you this. 
I, I know just by looking at the landscape, there are a thousand LSU podcasts and YouTubes and all that stuff. There's a thousand Florida State ones. I I had never expected that, right? But I should have because Florida State, legendary program. That 318, tell them, Tyler. Tell them. Huh? 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 Oh, yeah, for sure, Pegasus. Yeah, and, and you're right, Sibley. He's going to get to wear it as a patch, but let let him let him wear let him wear the single digit, man. Let him wear it. Let him be great. I do believe that too, right? Right, I do. Now, as always, I'm going to let each and every one of you. I see LD88 in here. Warchan, yeah, I, I watch some more chance videos. In fact, I use some of their film study in our last LSU versus Florida State film study. Now, this is what I need each and every one of you to do. We are live on Facebook. Most of my viewers are on YouTube. Go share this Facebook stream to your Facebook page. Let us grow what we are growing here on Power Hour LSU. Um, but on YouTube, always keep the chat cordial. Um, we want to welcome our Florida State brethren. Okay. We are all wanting a very clean and fun football game to be played. And yeah, really freaking excited about. And look, I'm a man of my word. I'm going to share this stream right now on Facebook.com. Let the Zuck see it. Pump me in the algo. Now. Now, there won't be an actual number seven. It would just be a patch. So that's it. Okay. Now, next thing. All right. I, I started a group chat. If you are going to the LSU game this weekend versus Florida State and you want to meet up with some other PHLers, tomorrow night, I'm, I, I, I think I found a spot right by the stadium that you guys – can congregate, meet each other. I know Danny, Jared, and Carvis have been talking to you guys all day. If you want information on that, shoot me an email or hit me up, Instagram, Twitter, at Power Hour LSU. Uh, I was thinking around like 3.34, and then that'll give you guys time to hang out for a little bit, and then you can walk into the stadium. If it's a big game like this, I normally like to get into the stadium pretty early. That's just how I roll. Um, but obviously – uh, for this game, I think you'll be able to buy alcoholic beverages. I know that's why a lot of people don't go in early, but now you can, right? So, um, like, uh, I, I know LJ, I'm going to put him in the group text and all that stuff. And uh, I'm going to have something, hopefully, planned and ready to go for tomorrow. I think I found a place, like, right by the stadium that you guys can hang out uh, for a little bit. I wish I was going. I wish I was going. I wish I could – if I had the finances – I would go. Um, but once again, it's tough when you're on the road and have to do pregame, halftime, all that stuff. And uh, there you go. Let's go to Ryan Ride. It's going to be a good weekend, boys and girls. Absolutely. Now, I want to talk about Florida State. Do Florida State fans feel really cocky at this point? I would say no. I mean, we obviously John and, and Don, they, they've supported me for a while and they're Florida State fans. 
they're obviously, you know, very open, like a lot of you are. I have seen some Florida State media. Uh, I saw an interesting tweet from TJ Pittinger, who had some uh, choice words about how bold he feels about Florida State playing LSU this weekend. Okay. You do you, man. It does seem Florida State fans feel really confident in their offense. I do think their offense is really freaking good. I do. I really do believe it. I just think it, look, I normally don't think like this, but what I would say is something uh, that William, our first super chatter, brought in the Discord was, you know, if we can get a run game going, and get some longer drives going, that keeps Jordan Travis off the field. Now, I normally don't buy into that, right? Score as many points however you can score those points. Obviously, Jaden looked a lot better in the hurry-up last year. But I did find it interesting that Brian Kelly mentioned the word huddle. Um, at the Monday press conference uh, this week, so, you know... I I I think for me this should be a very interesting spot with uh for for LSU. I really do think so. So yeah. Well Cole's tailgating with this FSU friend, but he doesn't invite any of us. He's like, y'all don't have buddies like I do. I get that. Mud says, who do I think will be taking the first snaps at running back? It's a good question. I believe it'll be Noah Kane. I do. He's been there since the fall. He had a good game versus Florida State last year. He's got a lot of big game experience. And I think it's going to be a lot of Noah Kane. And I think it's going to be a lot of Logan Diggs. I do. You know, with Josh being far more banged up than we thought he would be, you will probably not see any Armani Goodwin with him being on the injury report as well. I think this could be the Logan Diggs and, and Noah Kane show. Um, obviously, we want Josh to be out there. He's been in so many big spots for us, and he's been so great for us. Um, I think uh, I think you're going to see a, a heavy dose of them. Yeah, Daddy Noel says, I don't think I've ever seen a team do well in uh, the hurry up. Taylor, welcome to the Patreon. Good to see you. Uh, but yeah, I don't think I've ever seen a team do well in the hurry up. Well, I guess you didn't see Tennessee's record setting offense last year. <laughs> a lot of teams do well in the hurry up. They do. Roy Kent, the hairy man himself. Similarities between 11 LSU versus Oregon in this game. Perkins, Tyron, Ballhawks. Jay Jefferson and Jay Lee playing for LSU. I, I, I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't get that one. Biggest game of the weekend with two ranked opponents. Yeah, that's true. And LSU to win by 10 points. I like that, Roy. Oh, your daddy no. Interesting. Um, Yeah, I, I got to be real, man. Uh, Kenneth, I just got your text. That's great, man. Um. Let's be honest, all right? You're in a spot, and John, we'll get back into Perk in a minute. What's up, Dwayne? Good to see you. 
Uh, your team on defense. So my bad. Yeah, I think. I think so. I mean, I watched uh, the Jeff Levy offense against you guys, and they shredded you. I mean, I was I wasn't too shocked because Oklahoma's offense for the most part last year was good, and Levy's a good play caller. Um, they're they're air raid ish, and they like to run the football um, out of it. So yeah, I mean, I agree with you. I really, really do agree with you. Um, so yeah. Now, next thing I want to get into about this game. All right. And I'm the, the only thing I felt Jaden could have done a better job of last year. And I don't think this is entirely on him, but one area of the field, I think you can hit Florida state is over the shallow middle. I, I, I truly do believe it. And I think last year that there's one thing in particular I would do if I were LSU, one trend that I saw in the Florida state game and just in general that LSU didn't do a, a whole lot of, but when they did, it worked. I think just short passes over the middle. I think they're going to give Jaden some of those. Florida State is a very bend but don't break kind of defense. They do play a lot of conservative coverage, and I think they're going to give you that. I, I really do. Now, last time Jaden was in Camping World Stadium, guess what he did? He did a good job hitting some throws over the middle. So I think obviously Jaden, I think Mason, uh, it, it is going to be in a spot where uh, they, they both can have absolutely huge, huge games um so yeah let's see mason taylor first td of the season i see you joseph oh as defensive roy how do you That is so cool. <laughs> oh my God. I can't believe that. I can't believe you, Roy. Like, literally, it's that Tim and Eric mean. <laughs> oh man. That is so freaking good. And I should have known with a Ted Lasso name that you were going to have one of these kind of, oh, yeah, pop culture-ish kind of reference. That is so freaking good. There you go. Taylor, I appreciate you, man. Um, Taylor, I'll shoot you a message uh, after the stream, and I'll get you in the Discord and all that stuff, and that's absolutely awesome. Uh, Jared, there you go. Man, if there is someone that LSU would love to beat more than Pat Sertan, please tell me. After what happened with his son, which I do think it was his son's decision to go to Alabama over LSU, and his son, of course, ended up being uh, a really freaking good football player. Um, yeah, I mean – if they're going to be more aggressive, be my guest. Be my guest. 
I didn't mean to do. Who is that? Who did be my guest on? I almost said Aladdin. Who did be my guest on Beauty and the Beast? We had this Nemo controversy over the weekend. But it was Lemire, right, on Beauty and the Beast that saying be my guest. LA Mama, I, I trust you. Your 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 son dances. I, I and and I know he knows Disney. And I know you know Disney. That was Lemire. Right? What I, I'm I, I gotta know this now. But anyway, Pat Sertan, of course, uh, is the new DB's coach. But outside of Pat Sertan, it is, okay, thank you. I knew I could trust you. How did I know I could trust you? It was Lemire. Anyway. Um, yeah, let's see if Florida State's DBs play more aggressive. I think the loss of Jamie Robinson is huge for them, especially in the first game. When you lost the guy that got everybody lined up properly, who was really good in this game last year, Man, Jamie freaking Robinson can play. All right. He's no longer there. He is out of town. So, yeah. All right. So, Jared Super Chat here says, Danny, I wish it had been home and away. When will we ever get the chance to go to Florida State? Yes, I totally get it. It's just, you know, the commercialization of college football. You know, LSU's had, you know, some good ones and some bad ones. Obviously, you know, Jared, I know you went to this game, and it wasn't a great game for us, but LSU got to go to Lambeau, right? They got to go to, uh, you know, a legendary NFL stadium, right? But for the most part, I think even Florida State fans would admit as much as they probably did enjoy New Orleans, okay? New Orleans and Orlando is not a fair trade-off when it comes to cities, okay? Um, The game should be in Tallahassee, and the other game should have been in Baton Rouge, right? Um, Now, I'll say this. Um, I was happy I was in New Orleans because we had the GOAT PHL get-together before the game at Stumpy's. but, yeah, as, as far as home and homes are concerned, at least you get UCLA coming to your town next year, and you do have a true blue blood home and home with Clemson, okay? That will be an all-freaking-timer, all right? So there you go. LJ, thank you for the super chat. He says that little stadium better not run out of booze. Yeah, uh, absolutely. I went to Camping World for the Lamar Jackson game, all right, where we obviously beat the living daylights out of them. And I had a blast. Obviously, I was, you know, I'm still a Lamar fan, and I really wanted to go see him play. So my father and I went, obviously it was New Year's Eve the night before and New Year's Day. And, you know, I thought, I thought the, I thought the stadium was fine. It it wasn't like a, a Mecca. I know a lot of you went to the game last year 
So, yeah, it's uh, it, it's I don't know. Let's go to John, who says FSU athletic director says they are not doing any more neutral side games moving forward. Yeah, and it, it's kind of like a road game in a way, right? Like you still got to pack up everything and travel, right? And it still costs. You're gonna you know, get hotels and all that stuff. It's crazy. Now, Jared follows up with the super chat. And LJ, your next question will go straight to it. Another fun but not fun road trip. UCLA was a fun trip but a crap game. Yeah, I don't know if you can really blame anyone other than, you know, the coaching staff there. Uh yeah, <laughs> yeah, that uh, was a brutal, brutal game to watch. <sighs> but, you know, as times passed, we learned that the UCLA team was very good, and that Fresno State lost at that two weeks later wasn't all too bad, knowing how good that Fresno State team was on offense. We still should have beat them. We still should have beat them, though. FSU versus LSU rivalry would be awesome. I won't say your team name aloud, though. I think I know what poll enter you gave. Huh? 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 Uh, I don't think this game, even if they both end up being in the SEC, I don't know if you can ever really call this a rivalry. I mean, obviously, we talked about the fight that happened in the early 90s. And now, you know, with you know, LSU, Florida State and all that stuff. I don't I don't, I don't I don't know if I could call this a rivalry. I don't I don't I don't know. Um you don't play enough, right? And I think both teams would say they hate Florida more than they hate each other. Huh? 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 So there you go. Now don't forget live stream schedules is as followed. All right. You guys see it Tuesdays, Thursdays, Sundays, 815 Central. Pre-game, halftime, post-game this Sunday, though. Okay? Now, you want to see Camping World Stadium? There you go. And you can get your PHO merch. PowerHourLSU.com slash shop. Everyone treats Kelly as if he's a far superior coach. FSU in their final season almost beat Kelly's Notre Dame team 38 to 35. Norvell beats the spread in every game that I have found the spread odds. Okay. The time machine taking us back to last season. Pun intended. All right. He is a far superior coach. If you look at their history. Now, who is the better offensive mind and play caller? Yeah, it's Norvell. I don't I don't think anyone would disagree with that. And did Norvell coach better than Brian Kelly last year? Yeah, he did. Uh we didn't we that was not a well coached game by Brian Kelly. But like I, I won't say like he's far superior in that Norvell's not a good coach. I don't think this is just some massive coaching mismatch. But what I would say is uh, I would take Brian Kelly between the headsets over Mike Norvell 
if that makes sense. Okay. So there you go. Texas beat OU 42-0. Yeah. Ooh. I remember that game. Uh, I have to pay for these big-time stadiums in big cities. Yeah, I'm I not up to speed on how the business of all of this works. I know you have to cut LSU and Florida State, what, a 4 or $5 million check to play in a game like this. I don't know how. I just don't know how the business of that works. Um, beer and tacos, Don. Send me your recipe, bro. Send me your recipe. Also, the LSU fans would like to see the spear throw. That does seem like... Um, Oh, you're Jared. Yeah, Jared. Oh, my God. I should have known you were a lasso guy. I should have freaking known. I should have known. And there he is. So, Burgundy, the tennis pro, love to see it. I'm ready to see the new wrinkles in the offense. Malik in the slot screens and such for Anderson in space. All right. I will say this. Malik neighbors in the slot. All right. I did not expect this. I didn't actually look at this um, uh, and, and until today. All right. So I love Malik in the slot. And it's not so much him being a better slot receiver than other players. It's just Jaden feels comfortable with Malik, okay? And I actually went and did a count of the splits of when Malik was in the slot uh, compared to when he wasn't in the slot last year. And our offense was far more productive when he was in the slot than when he wasn't, okay? Now, why is that important? Well, our slot receiver in the Florida State game, and for a lot of the season last year, was Kayshawn. And Jaden and Kayshawn just never really had big-time rapport. Now, they did have some really nice hits from time to time, but you can just see how much more comfortable Jaden was throwing to Malik out of the slot. So Malik was in the slot 12-ish times. I included some penalty snaps where he got open. And three and the the seven of the plays were successful. The three of the plays were runs that weren't successful, so that's nothing to do with Malik at all. One was just, you know, a miss, and the other was actually a play where Jaden got sacked. And if he didn't get sacked, Will got beat and our right guard got beat. If there wasn't a sack there, we would have had a huge shot over the middle. To Kayshawn, I said Kayshawn, to Malik at the end of the first half. Okay. And then in the second half, Malik cooked in the slot. Now, the numbers don't look like it, but he honestly should have had 
a hundred yard game. We missed him a lot. He got open a lot. And what was crazy about it was they weren't really covering him. They were just letting him run free because we just weren't hitting anything over the middle. And some of that is protection. And some of that is, you know, communicating to Jaden and Jaden himself recognizing that. Uh, so there you go. Skipper with the super chat. Skipper, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Uh, Skipper, I want you to actually comment this because I want to put your comment on the screen because you are my guy. Skipper is one of our moderators on the PHL Outdoor channel that we have on Discord. I did not expect this to happen, but outside of the LSU channel on Discord, the Outdoor channel is actually the uh, second most popular channel on PHL. We just started it. Um, So, yeah, I don't do any outdoor content because I'm not an outdoorsman, but – Almost all of you are. We have two marine biologists, uh, actually. Um, actually, I, I said y'all's profession wrong, so please forgive me. Um, but yeah, uh, that's crazy. Absolutely crazy. Yeah, it's true, Damien. I agree with that. Uh, uh, it's It's a bunch of BS. It really is. Okay. So, there you go. Let's see here. Let's see. Uh, I want to go to this. Boy Anderson had... Yeah. Well, Blue, I would say... The thing that was working against Will Anderson was Bryce Young being on the same team. He should have won the Heisman. I have long said this. Okay. So the difference here, Blue, is, well, what if Jaden doesn't have a cartoonishly big year? What if we are undefeated and Jaden's season is a lot like last year, which is very good, but there's a game or two where he wasn't good, right? So, you know, voters change. They do, right? I don't think a few years ago Devonta Smith would have won the Heisman had it not been for there being a bigger movement of people realizing how silly it is that only quarterbacks win the Heisman, right? Uh, So, yeah, I mean, you saying Harold Perkins won't win the Heisman. Yeah, it's a long shot. But at plus 15,000, when somebody is clearly a transcendent talent, why wouldn't you at least sprinkle some on that or at least think about it? Um, I think at some point, a defense player is going to win the Heisman. Just letting you know. Okay. Jet said it. You lost Jay Ward, Basketball, Ojalari, Jare Jenkins, Kayshawn, Garner, Gay. Those are all contributors. I agree. Okay. Um, and I think out of these, you know, Jay Ward's a big loss. Ojalari, especially in this game, is a big loss. 
Um, but I think Ovi um, uh, will we'll have a good game if everything is in order uh, for the Jack position. Dre also was massive versus Florida State. I can't take anything away from him. Kayshawn's a little bit of addition by subtraction here. Uh, Kayshawn's a very good player, but you guys know the deal. Uh, Makai Garner, Gay. Uh, Garner was really good. We're going to miss him. And Ali Gay was very solid. He had a few good plays in the Florida State game. So there you go. Um, let's see. Go to here. Let's go to Megan. Everybody, welcome Megan to the channel. I'm gonna make PHLers feel welcome. Let's take a quick look at this. Still about 75-ish away from the Nicholas Percent autograph giveaway. Carter, how would you honestly feel? We match up defensively with their receivers. Uh, I, I think I think they're gonna have a good day. I do. I think I think Florida State's passing game should have a good day. Um, but obviously, the Harold Perkins factor plays a role in this, and he is a nightmare. There's not a whole lot you can do to prepare for it. Kind of like there's not a whole lot we can really do to prepare to prepare. Uh, LSU for Jordan Travis and Jared Verse and their special players. You just got to show up and make big plays, honestly. Um, but yeah, I, I think if our DB step up and play really well, I'm telling you right now, there are few times in life I wish I was wrong, right? There are a few times in life I wish I was wrong. And this is one of the cases where, you know, you're a fan of the team and you say, hey, this is how I truly feel about this matchup. That is obviously the one position that I think a lot of people feel very worried about. But there's some good news to that. Number one, Jordan Travis can come out and just not have a good day. He had games like that last year where he just wasn't good. You could also see a guy like Deuce Chestnut who played last year in the Florida State game. Uh, Zy Alexander and those guys, those guys just step up and, 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 and make big plays. Ashton Stamps, whoever it may be. So, yeah, I, I I hope we dominate. I hope we're like, holy crap, Carter lied to me. We got freaking Patrick Peterson and Corey Webster out there. So. Let's go to Roy Kent, Brigandi, and Jared. How do you compare our receivers versus their receivers? I've heard our DBs have done better as the spring has gone on. Yeah, so LSU's DBs have had some good days in practice. And look, maybe just maybe going up against really good receivers every day in practice gets you ready for what Florida State has on the outside. But there's just not many six, seven wide receivers, right? Uh, Keon Coleman as well is a really good player. So, yeah, I think 
both sets of receivers have matchups where they should crush it. And yeah, I I I think I think you're going to see some really good things from these guys. One guy that you know, just in practice, okay, and this guy has always just been uh, a guy that just dominates practices. One guy that I felt things have been a little quiet. All right, now I've heard different things about how well he's done this offseason and how hard he trained in the offseason. We did a lot of breakdowns on him. Is Brian Thomas Jr., right? He had some really tough catches and plays in the Florida State game last year. You know, BTJ has never had a breakout game. Never. You know, the most receiving yards he's had in a game, I think, is 65. So a guy of his talent to never have a 70-plus yard game is crazy to me. At some point, there should be some positive regression heading his way. Uh, He's been very unlucky as a player. He's had underthrows. He's had pass interferences where, you know, they, they would drag him down. Um, holding penalties, took back a 70-yard touchdown he had against Florida as a true freshman. Um, BTJ should be a guy in the spot who's going to come out and eat. And I hope so. I really freaking hope so. Yeah, I think you'll see some 12. I think you will. We, We ran some 12 last year versus him. And it worked. Uh, some of it, some of it worked. So, yeah. And, oh, Perkins is having an Arkansas type game Sunday. If that were to happen with a captive audience, that's that's the thing, right? Sometimes that's all it takes. I cannot understate how big of a deal having a captive audience is in this society that we live in now. There is nothing, nothing on TV Sunday night except LSU Florida State. It's the only ranked game of the season. You have two quarterbacks that have NFL draft potential. You have both of these iconic brands who are coming off a game last year that was very iconic with an iconic ending, okay? There are going to be so many people watching this freaking game. There's no NFL. There's no NBA. Otani's hurt, so why even watch MLB right now? There is nothing on Sunday night. And if Harold Perkins has that type of game, He is number one on – well, he would have to be number one on every person's poll leading the Heisman. Now, it is unlikely that he wins a Heisman Trophy, and it's not rocket science saying that. It's just, you know, Heisman long shots hit oftentimes as much as the Heisman favorites. And if I'm taking a long shot – once again, I'm not Steve Fezzik. I'm not some betting expert – I want to. I want to shoot for the stars, man. I want to. I want to go for it. <laughs> you know what else used to go for it? Connect four. That used to be the sign, uh, the song. Go for it. Connect four. I want to go for it. And speaking of four, I'm betting four. 
Hale Perkins, first defensive Heisman Trophy winner. Let's freaking go. Pick six on Sunday. So be ready. Be freaking ready. Okay. Let's go to Carson. Oh, hell yeah. This is what I this is exactly what I wanted. All right. Here's what I'll say. I want this to be clear. And before I go on this rant, okay, Carson. I want to I want to make two statements. The first is you went off the live stream before you saw that you won this Corey Webster card. You won this Corey Webster autograph card. This is my only Corey Webster autograph card, so now I got to go buy another one. Uh, but we gave this out because Corey gave the passion speech to the to the DB room, and we wanted to honor him. So, Carson, shoot me an email, powerhourlsu at gmail.com, and I'm going to send you the C web card. I've been waiting for you to get back in the chat. So there you go. Now, also, uh, Danny Girl saw this. No, I don't think she did, but I know Marcus and a few of you saw this. I've actually already done this. I joined a Florida State Twitter space because Florida State Twitter is – not the place you should go. It's It can get toxic. The LSU fan base can get very toxic as well. But as the national media and, and unbiased parties, Florida State Twitter is not a place you want to be. It, it, is, it is crazy. You know, Russ Cole and the flat circle speech, that is what Florida State Twitter feels like. So I just wanted to do it just to troll. And there are still a lot of people that think I'm, an, I'm, I'm a lunatic. So here we go. Put the hat backwards. Florida freaking state? Are you kidding me? Florida state? They don't even know what conference they're going to be in. How can they think that they could rationally beat us again? LSU look like the most unorganized team that they had ever had in the history of LSU football. We couldn't even get a snap off. We couldn't even field a punt. A field, field a punt. We couldn't field a freaking punt. We couldn't block. We had 50 holding penalties. We couldn't tackle. And guess what? Guess what, Carson? Guess what, Carson? In the chat, someone tell me, how many points did LSU lose by? When they played their absolute crappiest, how many points did they lose by? One. One freaking point. One point. And Florida State really thinks, now that LSU is actually buttoned up, now that they have a center who can snap the football, now that they got the offensive line all in their right spots, now that they got Jaden Daniels settled in an actual recruiting class, in a good transfer portal class, in a good transfer linebacker, and we're actually playing our best players? Do they really think that they're going to beat us? No way. No way. And Florida State fans, you shouldn't even be worried. You shouldn't even be worried about LSU. You should be worried about the ACC. 
You should be worried. You're trying to buy yourself out of a media rights deal. That's an absolute disaster. And next week, you're going to be owned by the Saudis when private equity comes in and buys your team. Hell, just tonight, just tonight, Florida State, just tonight, I saw Deion Sanders say, oh, I didn't graduate from Florida State. He graduated from an HBCU. Now, how is this something that you can live with? Your all-time greatest football player doesn't even want to claim you. Doesn't even want to claim you. Could you imagine Joe freaking Burrow saying, you know what? I didn't graduate from LSU. Could you imagine Tyron Matthew saying, oh, LSU, LSU. No, our players actually like our school. It is crazy to me that Florida State, Florida State, and to have the audacity, the audacity, the audacity, the audacity to think that 2013 Florida State would not at least be a 39 and a half point underdog to 2019 LSU. We could play them in Tallahassee with Joe Burrow having his left hand tied behind his back. And that game still be a 17 and a half point spread. I, I, I the, the arrogance, the hubris, the idea that the Florida State Seminoles the Seminoles, no chance. LSU by 50. LSU by 50. Now, was that okay for you, Carson? Huh? 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 Oh, man. I, I like going crazy fandom. I I I like I like going crazy fandom mode. I know it's crazy, right? Like you you jump on this channel, you see all these LSU cards. You got Angel Reese's card up here. It was good seeing the LSU women's basketball team back in action. Haley Van Lith and Angel Reese and Anissa Moore all on that same team and flaw, Jay. What's up? Yeah, so, all right, so Renegade Report, this is crazy. He, uh, so, I, I am not like that normally. I should probably be like that. <laughs> huh? 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 So, I jumped into his Twitter space. You were the one that invited me to, to jump on the Twitter show. And I'll be on tomorrow with um, uh, with with him and Mark Rogers. Mark's a really good friend of mine. And uh, I did, like, some variation of that rant. The, the, the Twitter spaces one was way better. And I had not known that there had been like actual punches thrown. Like that's a new feature with Elon Musk, right? You can actually punch somebody. The phone will just poof. It's gonna be it's gonna be filthy, the one. And welcome to the channel, the one. Good to see you. Hmm. I, I I am gonna miss Alexis more, so forever in our hearts. TOV, thank you for the super chat. 
we will uh, go to your question next. So I'll be on with Mark Rogers tomorrow at 5. We'll have our uh, live stream uh, tomorrow at 6 p.m. Central. So really looking forward to that. Um, also something else. Um, and, and this is another feature I, m- I meant to ask. A lot of you are joining the PHL Discord and all of that. Uh, we do have our fantasy football draft uh, for PHL. That'll be next week. Um, part of your Discord, I know a lot of you are drafting and all that. I do start sit questions in there. I, I do a fantasy football channel. I'm very mediocre at fantasy football. But if you want someone to give you some start sit advice, I will happily do it. I will happily do it. Oh, Dr. Drew is in here? Dr. Drew. That's crazy. Dr. Freaking Drew. The Dr. Drew. That's awesome. I did not know you were a subscriber. Um, I'm honored. Absolutely positively honored. Go, your daddy know going ahead. Don't worry. so we will have James Robinson on here Thursday, and we'll, we'll my show with him got crazy on his channel on Sunday. Uh, if you guys want to support me, go on ahead powerhourlsu.com uh, slash shop. Once again, I give out. Uh, I'm actually have to go buy some more borough cards to give out. You buy four shirts, uh, you get a borough card for me in the mail. And if you don't want Burrow, we can uh, name an LSU player. I'll, I'll send out a Ruben Randall card. Someone said, "Hey, I don't want I don't want Burrow. I want a Ruben Randall card." I sent him a Ruben Randall card. I threw in a Claude Rotten card in uh, as well. Show some love to Bastrop. So go to PowerHourLSU.com/slash/merch. You saw John Sibley Butler say how much he loved his mug. Remember that night people just destroyed my mug. I don't know why my mug photo has the logo to the side. You get the full logo. You don't just get like a third of the logo. PowerHourLSU.com. Said James Robinson. I say James James Coleman. I'll be on his show. Uh, he'll be on my show Thursday. I was on his show uh, this past weekend. And uh, James and I, big game James, uh, we have been friends over the past year. And he, uh, we're supposed to link up. Obviously, I'm not going to be able to go to Orlando. So, yeah. No, if Geo, look, there's LSU fans that think Florida State's going to win. That's fine. Look, you can't always pick your team to win. But if you truly believe your team is going to win, pick your team to win. Okay? Pick your team to win. I have no problem with you picking your team to win. None. None at all. All right? Um, you know, last year, I had someone email me and say, you lost a subscriber. And I said, why? And he said, you picked Tennessee to beat us. And I said, well, I built this channel on honesty. Now, do I give Homer takes 
Yeah, because I'm fan. I'm an LSU fan. But I was very bullish on Tennessee last year. Very, very bullish on Tennessee. Hammered their over win total. Um, but yeah, I, I didn't think they were going to blow us out. They did. I hated it. But like, you know, Florida State's offense having a good day. I hope I'm wrong. I, I hope we 50 to 3 them. Okay. Now look, Hypnotic Anonymous agrees with me. He says we will win, and he's obviously saying LSU. And look, you look at Hypnotic Anonymous here. He's got a shish kebab axe, ish, shish kebab axe, flame emoji. So this is what he has on the grill for his tailgate this weekend. All right, some shish kebabs. Brock, welcome to the channel. Don't stop praying. That's the song, right? Who do I have? Florida or the Utes on Thursday night. I hate that I'm competing against this unbelievable game. Florida's going to get their asses kicked, y'all. This is just not a good spot for them. Oh, oh, oh. Now, should you be worried if you're a Utah fan? You should because you lost Dalton Kincaid, who was your best player. You lost Britton Covey, who was one of the best return guys ever. He's up there with Tyron and, and Waddle and all those guys. Britton Covey was a beast for them. But historically... These are not good games for a road team traveling all the way to the West Coast on a school night. How irresponsible of you, Florida. This is only reserved for the matching. Anyway, uh, I, I, I hate that spot for Florida. I do. Um, so this week, Brock, I, I don't know if you're just a fan of the SEC, but I really do need you guys. If you really want to support uh, what I'm doing, and you obviously, let's just say you, you can't get the merch right now. Hey, that's perfectly fine. It's all good. Um, if you want to support your boy, okay, I did give all my over-under projections today. In the SEC. And I gave you my reasoning. All right. And I'm just going to give you a Cliff Notes version here. I stayed away from the Florida at five and a half number. I will probably never, never bet the under on a college football team's win total at five and a half for this reason. Okay. There is never a team hungrier to win than a team sitting on five wins, right? So, you know, if you're a Florida State fan watching this right now, that should scare you some, right? Because Billy's going to have a better team at the end of the year than what he has now, okay? And if Florida is sitting at five wins 
and they're fighting for a bowl game, that is not what you want to play, obviously, towards the end of the year when you have to go to the Swamp. So, you know, Brock, I I, I stay away from five-and-a-half win totals. That's a number. You know, I took Missouri in the over last year, and that was my lock of the year. And, you know, they were sitting at five playing Arkansas, uh, a better team, and they beat them. And, you know, I, I I hate that number. I hate betting the under on that number. But if I was Florida, I would probably lean. I don't know. I, 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 I think Florida is good enough to get to six and six, even though their schedule is really hard. Uh, definitely the hardest in the SEC this year. Definitely. Um, you know, for me, I, I, th- there are some plays that I like more than others. And I'm definitely going to lose some LSU subscribers on this. My favorite play this year is Texas A&M over seven and a half. It it it's this schedule is Jimbo proof for them. They get a lot of good breaks in their schedule. They almost have too much talent to fail this year, and I just think that there's going to be enough pressure on Jimbo to get out of the way, and I I think they're going to be better this year. Now, I know it's funny when Texas A&M sucks, right? But, you know, I, I, I know they lost A-Chain. I know their running back room isn't the absolute strongest. And I lost 10 viewers just saying that. Um, so, yeah, that's one of my favorite plays is A&M over. And I think it's, it's a real possibility that LSU A&M is the game that decides the West. Okay. Now, if that's the case, then the under is what you should play. I just have a tough time believing that Florida offense is going to cook. They'll also Cyrus Torrance. Shout out to Roy Kent. Renegade report. Sure. Honestly, I'm an LSU fan when FSU isn't playing. Hey, look, man. LSU and Florida State have a lot of similarities. I mean, more recently, LSU's been more successful, obviously. But, yeah, you know, LSU and Florida State, when you think of the blue blood programs – the national media normally doesn't say you, but you are, uh, you know, one of the best jobs in the country. Now, LSU is a better job than Florida State. That's just me being objective. And, and I know it doesn't sound right if you're a Florida State fan, but it's just true. Um, but, yeah, you know, Florida State, I talked about my love for Peter Warwick and Warwick Dunn. Yeah. Now, I will say this. As far as Graham Mertz is concerned for Florida, everyone talked about how bad his spring game was. And I, I watched it. I did a film study on it on the SEC channel. I don't think it was that bad. I really, I really, really, really don't. Um, I 
That's true, Chance. Or your mom's a 337? Okay. I like that. I see you, Carlos. Yeah, Perk's coming in hot. <laughs> oh, man. I, I don't think merch is bad. I really don't. I know it's easy to pile on him. I don't think he's bad. I don't think he's bad at all. Uh God, I love college football so much, man. This, this, we don't deserve the sport here. The Lord blessed us. Man, I've learned recently um, that a lot more of my friends are Android users. I've I've learned that. I've seen some green bubble action. Shameful. 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 Shouldn't even... You, you shouldn't even. I mean, you might as well have a Blackberry. You might as well have a Nokia brick. Hell, you might as well have a freaking paper cups with strings. Okay. Let's see. Dang, Rai Rai coming in hot. And when have dads ever led you astray? When have they? My relationship with my dad is very close. Um, and he's team iPhone, and he, he he's right a lot of the times. Do I see any ranked versus unranked upsets over the weekend? All right. I'll pull it up. Okay. And these are all. Let's see. Why is this doing this? Oh, that's 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 lunacy. All right. Here we go. 
Okay. Let's pull up this schedule right here from Google.com. All right. Uh, none here at the top. Uh, Virginia's terrible. Let's see here. Uh, Michigan, no. They lost their, uh, East Carolina lost their QB. Uh, no, it's no. Notre Dame has to play on a Saturday after flying back from Dublin. What's the line on Tennessee State? I'm serious. Yeah, I really don't see anything here. New Mexico is so awful. I mean, they're so, so, so awful. South Alabama, Tulane. Yeah. Yeah, these games just suck. I mean, they, they really do just they're, – they're hot dog water, man. I mean, you can't really fault Tennessee – for scheduling Virginia. I mean, Virginia is not a great program, but there's no way that, you know, Virginia just looked so bad last year and they lost their QB. They lost their best receiver. I don't know. Let me see if I can find a line. I, I would want to bet against that. I mean, I know Tennessee state is just nothing, but I, I don't know. This year, so this offseason, I have become a far bigger um, studier of scheduling, right? And I would hate uh, to play a game after flying back in from freaking Dublin. I mean, that is, that's hard. I can't find the. On my app here, I can't find the Notre Dame. What time is the game? All right, go two thirty. I can't find it on my app. Oh, here we go. I don't have a point spread on here. Let me see if I can. Uh, there's no line for the game. Normally, when you play like an MCS team, there's just no line. What's up, Forbes? Oh, the Tiger Tamers. Come on, Daddy Noel. BT likes UF over Utah. Okay. 
when I think of Texas versus rice, I think of barbecue versus Chinese food. I'd love to eat both at the same time while watching football. Uh, yeah, absolutely. I, I like both of those foods too. I I, w- I will say this. I I do think and I know this sounds crazy, but I it, maybe someone can maybe someone can lead me in the right direction. But is there a Texas style barbecue place in Louisiana or, or in Baton Rouge? Is there one? I know New Orleans has uh uh Blue Oak barbecue. I've never had that place. I heard it's great. But then people tell me, hey, if you go to Blue Oak Barbecue, you gotta have their chicken sandwich. And I'm like, wait, what? No, I I, I want to have their barbecue. Like, no, 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 no. You you want to have their chicken sandwich? It's like, no, 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 no. I want to have their barbecue. Let me see. I'm interested to see how much the um, one guy I've never and I and normally I like to have exposure to um, a ton of different like just rookie quarterbacks or young quarterbacks. I don't buy as many football cards as much as I used to. It's called getting older. Uh, but I have never owned a Jordan Travis card. Never, never, not once. One quarterback, and I gave this out of my football card show earlier today. So the ACC is just loaded with QBs. So you got Travis, you have Drake May, you have Kate Klubnik, right? One guy I think who is so underrated. Okay. Is Riley Leonard. I think Riley Leonard can really play. Uh, the Duke quarterback. And I'm trying to get my hands on some of his football cards. He's from Fairhope, Alabama. We got a lot of Alabama, Mobile, Fairhope people. Um, I, some of my family lives there on my wife's side. And man. Riley Leonard can play. Uh, something about North Carolina quarterbacks, and they just had Sam Howe, Daniel Jones. They're both starting in the NFC East this year. Got Drake May and, and Riley Leonard. NC State has had some good quarterbacks. Russell Wilson, uh, Phillip Rivers, 
Hell, Philip Rivers wore a visor. A visor. Now, a lot of quarterbacks do now, but he wore a visor. Oh, Notre Dame doesn't count with the ACC. They don't count. No, I'm sorry. You got to you got to be fully immersed in the ACC for me to put you in the ACC. But Sam Hartman, of course. ACC's got QBs this year. Last year it's the SEC. This year it's the ACC. Tons of good QBs. Pac-12. Pac-12. Okay. Michael Penix. Bo Nix. That's a Heisen play I like. And uh, the other guy who everyone in the NFL is tanking for. I saw today that the Cardinals are going all out tank. Oh, Derek, don't come at me with Garrett Schrader. We, we don't talk about Mississippi State quarterbacks on here. We just don't. We just don't. Yeah, ACC's always been a good QB conference. Always. But Riley Leonard, though. Now, I'll, t- I'll touch on this, and then we'll get into, you know, our final things here. Okay. I'm, a, I'm, I'm very shocked. Sometimes when you do a live stream, it, there, there's topics that you don't want to get brought up, right? This is one I actually do want to talk about. And this is one of the topics that I am very shocked wasn't brought up so far in the live stream, okay? And I cannot state it enough. I cannot state this enough. No one player makes a program. No one player will ever make a program, especially in college football, especially. Now, one player can lead lead you to a national championship, but that's part of the beauty of college football is, you know, you got four years and you're out, okay? It's just how it works. You know, Patrick Mahomes is going to be with the Chiefs at least another 10 years, at least, okay? Um, So, you know, you, you don't last forever. And when a player commits, sometimes players think, that they are more important than they actually are to the success of the program. You really have to go in with the right mindset and you really have to go into a situation like it's something new that you really got to work for it. And you have to make sure everything is put together. Now, this was a very obscure thing that happened today, but Eric Gilbert, the former LSU five-star tight end, there was hundreds of hours after Eric Gilbert, Gilbert, Eric Gilbert left LSU 
hundreds of hours that we discussed about him potentially coming back. And would you take him back? And, you know, he's, he's committing to Florida and now he's at Georgia and he didn't play at Georgia. And now he's at Nebraska. And, you know, today he, he gets arrested and he was waiting for an NCAA waiver to play for Nebraska and, and all of this. And, you know, I was constantly told, Hey, we got to get Eric Gilbert back. He changes our offense so much. He really does. And I'll say it a gazillion times over. In order to play college football at a high level, you've got to really want to play. You, you've got to really want to be great. You've got to really want to be a part of something special. And normally, if your most talented players are your best leaders, you're going to have good teams. Okay. Um, you know, I, 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 I hate this for that whole family, that whole situation. Um, it's terrible. Um, you know, you, you had a gazillion chances and I don't, I don't, I don't know what's happening with that. So I'm a little shocked that wasn't brought up, uh, you know, after this, I, I don't really want to talk about it anymore, but you know, I, I did get a message from, you know, a former player, uh, you know, saying how sad it was and how, you know, guys can, can just, just get off the beaten path. And I hate that for him. I really, really, really do. And he caught 35 passes as a true freshman. 35. It's crazy. Absolutely crazy. Okay. Let's see here. Now, today, we did get our team captains picked. All right. And, yeah, actually, I posted this on the PHL Facebook. Yeah. Oh. So, these are your team captains. Type Y for yes, type N for no. Let's go to our page right here. There's me right there. So, these are your team captains. Will Campbell... Jaden Daniels, Makai Wingo, Greg Brooks. Type Y for yes, type N for no. Did you expect these four to be the team captains? Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm not really shocked. Uh, you know, there is a strong case to be made for a guy like uh, Major Burns. Right. Um, but really, you know, outside of that, I, I think 
they nailed this. I, I really, really, really do. Um, so yeah, I, I think, I think that's, I think, I think those are the four that I probably thought would have gotten it. Okay. Well deserving to all four of those guys. Now, here's what we're going to do. We do have a live stream tomorrow night, 6 p.m. Central. In the next five to 10 minutes, I'm going to answer as many questions as we possibly can. But if you do super chat, we'll keep this thing going all night. Okay. Once again, we are roughly 25 away from giving out this Nicholas Percent card right here. Okay. Nicholas Percent autograph card. We are a $25 super chat away from Nick. Nick at night. How about that? One thousand yard rusher. Ain't no lie, son. Son. Nicholas Percet card. Major Burns and Josh. Yeah, I could see both of them. Josh has been very hurt. I think that's what hurt him eventually. And look, Major Burns has a neck roll and he plays safety. I mean, that's awesome. That's awesome. Share, share, share. Like and share. Share the Facebook. I'm trying to get these these Zuck numbers up. Nuck if you Zuck, right? Mark Zuckerberg. Will he ever fight Elon Musk in the octagon? That's true chance. Uh, which is more overrated right now, AYS or Notre Dame? I don't know. I will say, there are two great things about Mondays. RB&R, red beans and rice, hold the mayo all day. And 7.30 on AYS every Monday night. I will say, though, all right, I know every single one of you hate Brian Driscoll at Notre Dame. The video of his co-host crapping his pants on the live stream is the greatest thing I have ever seen. I, I, I hope one day to crap my pants on this live stream. It's never honestly happened, and I do long live streams. Okay. See, there you go. Chance, chance uh, right, right at the same time. All-time great moment. I mean, Wright Thompson, Grantlin, Rice. You know, I see you don't watch freaking Ted Lasso? You think Zuck would beat Elon in the first round? I agree. I think Zuck would destroy Elon. That was an all-timer, dude. I, I can't, I do, I, I've watched that video a gazillion times. I have a tough time believing that this was anything else. I have a tough, I have a tough time believing it.
There's just no way. There's no way. Type Y for yes, type in for no. Do you really believe this guy let loose? Type Y for yes, type in for no. I think Driscoll knows he did too. You can see the look on Driscoll's face. He's saying, Yeah, there goes Vince again. Crap in his pants. <laughs> I hope one day I, I actually do crap my pants on the stream because this is just elite comedy. Elite. All right, now that y'all have seen it enough, you tell me. All right. You tell me. You can't you can't play those games, man. You can't play those games. If I'm sitting here like like if the if the live stream, if I'm sitting down at 815, I'm like, God, do I need to get a, a turtle head out here? I'm gonna go let loose. I I just am. Yeah, that's just a war. It is the worst feeling. But you could feel he was. You could tell he was trying to just keep those things tight as long as he could. <laughs> you know, just getting out. This, <laughs> and it's just a, it's just a slow slide out. It's just a the slow slide out. Because you see, he was trying to keep everything, <laughs> try to keep everything compact. Okay, he was trying to keep it tight. You know, you know that feeling whenever you're just trying to just keep it in there. He's got to squeeze on out. Yeah. You think so, Danny? Oh, man. I think I ruined my chair doing that. that man, I hope, I hope I didn't lose my lumbar support. Did I lose my lumbar support? I don't know. I have pork chops tonight, so I'm a little thicker tonight. Did I lose my lumbar? Please don't tell me I lost my lumbar support. No, I still, I still got some lumbar in there. Might not be lumbar, might just be lum. Might just have lum support. But that's what happens, though. You slide. You just try and slide out. You know, you gotta keep, gotta keep it, gotta keep the cheeks tight. Gotta keep them tight. Hmm. 
I know. I know. I shouldn't have done it. I honestly think the chair is fine. No, I'm good. I'm good. But it was worth it for me for that video to exist. Am I laughing at his expense? I am. So maybe I am going to Hades. I don't know. I don't know. Now, in the next five to ten minutes, I'll answer as many questions as we possibly can. But if you super chat, we will keep this party moving all night long. I don't mind hanging out. We will have uh, a Patreon post tomorrow. Um, busy day tomorrow. Um, don't forget, you can also support um, PHL with Underdog Fantasy. Underdogfantasy.com. Check it out. Sign up now. Promo code Carter. I don't know. I don't know, H-Town. I don't know if there's better things in life than that. I mean, it's, it's truly hilarious. It, it just is like it's not so much funny watching that happen. It's the fact that we've all been there. We've all been there. Now, I'll, I'll be open. Type type Y for yes if you've crapped your pants before. I don't type Y for yes. Type in for no if you've never done that. As an adult, 18 or older, type Y for yes, type in for no. Be honest. Has it happened to you? It happens to the best of us. Not even a little drizzle? John J. Kirkland did not make it. I hate that John J. Kirkland did not make it. What's up, TJ? Just... Talking about the most important thing on the planet. John Trey Kirkland did not make it, unfortunately.
Let's go and pick some up. Yeah, I'll talk some John Jerry right now. Man, he's living the dream. You know, obviously he got cut today. But if you were to tell him, hey, you know, you're playing for the XFL. You're eventually going to get a chance to play for the Saints in the preseason. Okay? I think he's taking that. Right? And he has gotten farther than anybody probably would have thought at this point. You know, he did have that one dominant spring game. But there was never a game where, like, he just went out there and just tore it up. You know, he had a, I think he had a few tutties against Vanderbilt. Um, so yeah, I mean, you had that, and you know, I, I got, I got to be real, man. I'm, I'm very proud of him. I know it's a sad day. I know we wanted it to happen and wanted to dispel this myth that the Saints don't like LSU players, but he didn't make it. So. It's hard. It's really hard to make an NFL roster. Really, really, really is. So I hate that. The guy that you should feel really bad for is Cade York. Okay. He gets cut yesterday by the Browns. He had had a rough preseason, apparently. And Cade York is one of the LSU greats. Um. the best field goal kick we have ever seen an LSU Tiger make. Honestly, how many college football players have a better kick than Cade York and his 55-yard hammer in the fog? So, you know, this is this is this is hard. It's it's hard to take that in. It's hard to live. Uh, with that, if you're Cade York, if you're, you know, fourth-round pick, it sucks. Um, so, yeah, Micah Baskerville didn't make it today either. Yeah, I mean, look, it's tough. Terrace Marshall's on thin ice. And Roy Kent's on fire tonight. The problem is they're playing John Trey at wide receiver when he's obviously a QB. I'm definitely getting demonetized after the video. Definitely. That would be crazy if my whole career was taken down because of that. We have reviewed your video. Got the yips, man. Got the the Simone Biles, the yips, or... In gymnastics, it's called the twisties. You know, sometimes it's mental. Cade's as talented as pretty much any kicker you're going to see. Um, yeah, it's true, Cole.
Let's go to TJ. Are you tired of talking Florida State yet? Anything you haven't talked about yet that's worth talking about? Now, um, yeah, I honestly, I'm not tired of talking about them for a lot of different reasons. Sometimes, you know, you do get burnt out talking about like a season opening game. Uh, the good news is if you're an LSU fan, we're going to be talking about the USC game. I'm so excited for that. Right. You know, you had the, 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 the there wasn't the game in 03 and all that. So really excited about that. And that's a, the good thing. If you're an LSU fan, you're not afraid to to play such a big game. Um, but yeah, TJ, I can get burnt out watching, you know, the same team over and over. I'm, uh, I know you just joined, but I said earlier, I watched a good portion of the, Florida State and Oklahoma game. Again, I watched the bowl game during bowl season, and it was so freaking good. It was so, so, so freaking good. Um, I'm not because I'm going to be real. Florida State is a fun watch. They are a fun team to watch. I'm a big NFL fan. I like the NFL draft. Um, It's crazy how big like NFL draft YouTube and all that stuff has gotten. And there's a piece of me that wants to just do NFL draft stuff. Um. And there are so many really good football players on their team. We have a lot of good football players too. So it's, I'm really excited about this game. Really, really, really excited. And there's a big piece of me wishes uh, that I'm going to be there, but I'm not. Um, so yeah, not tired at all. Um, they're all and and the way they sequence their plays is really good. Um, you know, obviously Lane is so good at that. Lane's great at that. Obviously, Tennessee's great at that. And Florida State is right in that realm when it comes to creative play calling. Um, I think they have a little bit more variance in what they do as well. So it's it's a lot of fun to watch. Anything you haven't talked about yet that's worth talking about. So one thing it's 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 and I was gonna say this for for Thursday when we have our Florida State expert on. Florida State's special teams weren't the best last year. Okay, they they just weren't. Now, their special teams coach is John Papuchas, right, who got a start at Kansas, but his second job was an intern at LSU from 04 to 07. So I listened to his press conference. He was special teams coordinator, and he was talking about how new it's going to be that this is the first year he's going up against a Brian Kelly coach team that doesn't have Coach Polian. Okay, so there you go. Um, I I think their special teams should should be very interesting, right? There's such a focus on our special teams, and rightfully so. It was the worst special teams performance you will ever see, and there's not going to be a worse one. So, yeah. Let's go to Michael B. Can we get at least one new Patreon tonight? Why are we playing on Sunday? What platform are you watching from? So, yeah, I am kind of curious on this last question. What platform are you watching my channel right now? Are you watching on your phone? Are you watching on your laptop, your iPad, your TV? Just let me know in the chat right now. I don't ask that nearly enough. Okay. The good news, Michael B., is we do have a new Patreon. Um, so we've gotten four. Four new patrons, okay, 
that have joined. Okay, and Taylor T is our newest patron. Now, once again, if you sign up for the Patreon, no questions asked, I send you a Joe Burrow card in the mail. Okay? iPad, phone, phone, phone. And yeah, and shout out to Michael B. He gets us over the hundo. So we are giving away a Nicholas Brissett autograph card right here. Okay. Uh, I got to ship out Carson's Corey Webster. We're going to send out this Nicholas Brissett autograph card tonight. But I think of who I think should get this card. Let's um, talk about the second question. Why are we playing on Sunday? Michael B., I think one of the biggest advantages you can have in college football is playing a game on a Sunday on opening week. It makes too much sense. The brand equity you get for playing on a Sunday, the standalone value, is so immense. It's wild. It's absolutely wild. There is no such thing in our world now as a captive audience. The days of Johnny Carson being the only thing on TV are no longer. Live sports rule all, but even live sports don't really have standalone. This game does. This game, the national championship game, a few playoff games do, and that's it. That's it. There's not many games where you are the only show in town. And LSU Florida State for the second consecutive year and LSU USC is going to be the same you know, thing. It's so smart to play on a Sunday. So smart for that first week. As long as you're able to schedule someone in week two, that's beatable, right? Um, so, yeah, I love playing the first game on Sunday. I know. I, I, I know it's not traditional to play games on Saturday, but, yeah. But, yeah, you know, Um, Forbes, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Uh, he wants to talk Will Lutz getting traded. I saw, um, I saw our guy, the punter, Thomas Morstead, share like how sad he was that Lutz was leaving. I agree. I, I think it's sad, right? Obviously, Will Lutz is, is great, but... You know, Sean wants his guys in Denver, and I get it. So, uh, there you go. Who is better, Jordan Jefferson or Christian Bonder, Jamarcus or Winky, Rohan or Charlie Ward? Well, I'm taking Jamarcus over all of them. How about that? <laughs> Obviously, you know, Charlie Ward was a beast. There you go, Danny Girl. That's it's smart. Smart. Please stay safe. Also, Danny Girl's part of the, the, the group chat for the meetup. Uh, new first down rule in what way? About the clock. 
Uh, here's here's my thing, okay, about shortening college football games. Shortening college football games by four or five plays doesn't really make it safer. It's just four or five plays, right? Now, you add that up over the, the course of a season, multiply four by, what, hopefully 15, 60 plays. That does come out to about a full game less if you play four plays less per game. So, touche. It is true. It will shorten games. And that is that's a lot of plays over the course of a year. I get that. My thing is this. For people that complain about the length of college football games, I get complaining about the length of a baseball game. You got 162 of them. Okay? Not a college football game. You got 12 of these. These singular games matter more than any other sport. Even when the playoff stretches out to 12, it's still going to have by far the most viable regular season games in any sport. So I don't care if replay, you know, yeah, it could be egregious sometimes, but I don't care if they're getting the call right. These games matter so effing much. They do. Now. Who will win the Nicholas Brissett card? We've had some great super chatters tonight. William, Jared, Roy, Carson's been our biggest. TOV, Brock, Grant, TJ, Michael B., and Forbes. Now, I do feel Somebody's been on fire. He's been absolutely hilarious in the chat tonight. And I don't think he's ever won anything uh, via the PHL chat. Okay? Now, it is interesting because I do have people who I'm friends with uh, prior to PHL. Grant's one of those guys. I've known Grant for well over a decade now, which is crazy. Uh, but tonight, our winner of the Nicholas Brissett autograph card is Roy Kent, otherwise known as Jared. Shout out to you, man. You deserve it. Jared is part of the New Dad Club. Shout out to the Super Dads of PHL. And relatively New Dad. And uh, he had twins. So I feel like for our new Super Dads of PHL, you deserve a little something. Nicholas Brissett. Autograph card. There you go. Oh, dang, Michael B. Coming in hot. Go get, uh, you see, this is how you know you've been funny. If people are... are uh, people are making jokes about your earlier comments, that lets me know you really do deserve it. It's going to you, man. Congratulations. All the girl dads of PHL, show yourself. You just want to throw... I, Michael B., come on. This is... a dad joke if I've ever seen one. Just 
want to throw salt in your eye, Carter. Ribeye. Ribeye over fillets. Now, Blake got on me for bringing it back up last night on his show. But he was the one that brought it back up. <laughs> uh, look. So I got my guy, Rob. He has a restaurant in North Louisiana called Bowhines. It is my, I'll put it this way. It's a top five restaurant in all Louisiana for me. It's in Ruston. Okay. Now, I don't have the Bowhines money uh, to, to go eat there all the time. I used to go a little bit, you know, more often. But, you know, you get married, rent goes up, inflation, all that stuff. But Bovines is definitely a top five restaurant. And I've had their ribeye before. And it is such an elite steak. So I texted, you know, Rob, who's, you know, a steak master. He's been in the business for a while now. And I said, well, what's better? And he said, oh, it's ribeye all day. So I value his opinion as a guy that owns a steakhouse. Right? Um, I don't know. I guess I got to call Morton, or does anyone have Ruth Chris's number? Does anyone have his number? Is Ruth Chris actually a person? I don't know. Somebody call Ruth. Three girls and a granddaughter. Two girls. Got some Supergirl dads out there. So I, I guess I got to go to Bovines and 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 get a ribeye. I don't know.
Well, send me a bovine super chat, LD88. I'll go, trust me. You know, I don't have to convince her. Rome, let them know, boy. Rome is burning. I tweeted that out right when you sent it to me. The drippiest old lineman in the country. <laughs> Will Campbell's one of one, man. He is one of one. You get those Andrew Whitworth vibes, man. North Louisiana, four-year starter, maybe three-year starter. I think I'd make the drive out to Bovines if they were, hey, I'll hit Rob up, man. That's my guy, man. Something else. Well, actually, I don't know. Maybe I maybe maybe I should hold the second portion of this because this guy owns some other businesses that you guys might be familiar with in, in South Louisiana. So maybe I should tell him, hey, look, there's people that are li- that live in Baton Rouge and, and want to support you because you're my friend. So I'm gonna go to him and see see if he wants to support. Rob's my guy, man. And um I'll get him on here one day, man. He he really is a super dad, man. That guy is awesome. Awesome. Uh, I'm 318 bias. Sure. That's fine. I'll hold it down for North Louisiana, man. There's power in being the only brand in a state like Louisiana. Now I know they're not the only brand. Tulane's a brand. Louisiana Tech's a brand. You're the only Power 5 school. Okay. I mean, where will we be without Mo, Claiborne, Tredavious, White, Andrew Whitworth, Devin White, Kyle Williams. I'm a proud 318 bias guy. Shout out to my homie Sean Fox. Milton Beck, Milrow, and McCord. Yeah, all four of these guys have something in common that, you know, it's it's kind of tough to see, like, how good they are individually because they're in such great situations. Obviously, all four of them, well, Milton and Milrow aren't first-year starters, but you get what I'm saying, right? They're all first-year starters. Um... I've already said I think Milton's going to get replaced. I do. Um, I I would guess McCord has the best season out of these guys. I knew Tyler's going to come out of the woodworks. I will say this. People from the 318 rep the 318 harder than people. Like, I'll say this. People from the 318 defend the 318 more than people from the 225 defend the 225. Now, I'm not saying one is better than the other. Okay. Obviously, one of my dreams is to move back to Baton Rouge, right? But the 318-225 battle, 
I don't want to get into that tonight. <laughs> I don't. I love it. Normal guy, what's good? Pegasus is holding down the 504. But yeah, and, and look, we got a lot of 318 viewers. Nurse Court, super diehard 318er. I mean, it's it's extensive. Pierce isn't in here. He's a 318er. So there you go. Now we'll do it again. Next five minutes, I'll answer as many questions as we possibly can. The good news is we will be live in less than 24 hours at 6 p.m. Central. Carter, I'm sick of these H star E dollar sign, which I think is a translation for I'm sick of these gardening tools. I'm ready to kick ampersand or no, that's the ad symbol dollar sign dollar sign Sunday S T T D B. So, Jared, I say Jared, Jay Madison, I'm going to translate for this that doesn't speak this language. Carter, I'm sick of these gardening tools. I'm ready to kick at money. This is obviously somebody's Twitter handle. Sunday, S-T-T-D-B. I don't know what STTDB stands for. I don't. Obviously, it wouldn't be anything vulgar because we're a family-friendly show, and we only talk about high-class subjects here on PHL, such as, you know, preventing yourself from messing yourself. We talked about that earlier today. We talk about these very important societal issues. For the life of me, I don't think you would ever say something vulgar. So I don't know what STTDB means. But the good thing is um, is we're just going to keep it clean. Keep it clean. Are y'all building new homes in the neighborhood? Oh, let's go. We got a ton. We got a ton of Jared's. A ton. Um, It's interesting. I saw a, a video from the recent Ryan meetup. It was a bunch of people named Ryan. If your name was Ryan, you're invited to a meetup. And then they also do one for Kyle's, Ryan's and Kyle's. <laughs> Your mom just asked what STTDB is. Oh, man. Now, if you're in Alabama, the translation wouldn't be considered offensive. But since you're in Louisiana, you can't translate that. Then your mom is going to be like, I would never.
never do such a thing. Huh? 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 Oh man. Yeah, I got I got some that's some kind of bad news for you. So I get this question a lot privately. All right. Carter, I want to get into card collecting. I see the cards in your background. You say you do the football card show. And I got the sad message today. Carter, my son's favorite player is Justin Jefferson. Can you tell me how I could buy some of his cards? And I responded, what does your 401k look like? (laughs) So, yeah, I mean, Justin Jefferson stuff is so ungodly expensive right now. It is crazy. He is on a different stratosphere. And normally quarterbacks just have that happen to their cards. But, yeah, I mean, him going number one in every fantasy draft and – it's just wild. So, if you want to collect him, good luck. If you got the money for it, go right on ahead. You can get one or two for a few hundred bucks. But if you want one of his autos, good freaking luck. Yeah, well. I will send a if you prefer a Justin Jefferson card over a Joe Burrow card, I will send you a Justin Jefferson card over a Joe Burrow card. That's always the thing. If you're if you're a new patron and you don't want a Joe Burrow card and you would prefer Tyron Matthew, any player, I could I probably got it over here. Um, it's just not going to be like it's not going to be something you that you see like on Instagram or something like that. Ha ha ha. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. I hope you get it soon, uh, Jared, because you might not ever get it with some of the recent news. And it's nothing against Justin. It's, yeah. So. Yeah, we talked about it briefly earlier. I hate it, man. I really do hate it for him. I do want to talk about one final thing. All right. And we touched on it very briefly. But I do have something that if you really want something truly funny, I cannot get enough of the Kevin Hart, Stephen Ridley story I could not think of a more random athlete than it'd be Stephen Ridley who raced Kevin Hart I won't play the video we played it last week um that is so crazy to me like Kevin Hart's the most powerful comedian on the planet he is the most popular comedian on the planet and the fact that Stephen Ridley, the, the, the fact that Kevin decided to race Steve out, out of all people at a party, 
and I saw this earlier today. There was this race. So like all these guys who have been in fantasy football leagues for over a decade, they all ran 40-yard dashes, okay? And whoever had the fastest 40-yard dash got the first pick in the draft, okay? Folks, if, if you're over 40, go watch the Kevin Hart video. Go watch all his Instagram. Don't sprint. Don't sprint. You can go jog. Don't sprint, and in, in particular, do not sprint on concrete. Kevin Hart is jacked. Like, he's ripped. He's shredded. He is as shredded as you're going to see most 40-plus-year-old males. And he tore all his stuff up. He tore his abdomen up, tore everything, (laughs) everything. And he is in a wheelchair for months now. You don't need to to sprint. True story. And I'll show this video one day because it is out there. In Chicago, our football card quest, uh, the the football card show. So this was the first time I've ever met my co-host I've been doing shows with for two plus years. Okay. I meet him in Chicago. All right. And he decides to do a three cone drill. He wanted to do a three cone drill. So I taught him how to do the three cone drill. At the same time, these two 300 pound men were running a 40 yard dash. And the guy fell over while Andy was doing the three three cone drill and almost ran him over and almost killed him or almost seriously hurt him. They, they were doing it at the same time. I don't know how that happened. And the bottom line is if you're over the age of 40, there is no reason to race. It's not worth it. It is not worth it. It is not worth it. Okay. Oh, you've heard. Oh, man. <laughs> That's hilarious. That's absolutely hilarious. Now, we'll be live with you once again at 6 p.m. Central. Once again, if you can, trying to get my SEC numbers up, check out our latest video on Power Hour SEC. Click that link right there, and uh, you can watch all my over-under plays if you want more PHL. Um, yeah, Dwayne, there's so much Kevin Hart stuff. I still love him. I still do. We will talk to you here in just a few seconds. I will be in the Discord chatting for a little bit, so I will see all my patrons there. Okay? It is! Power. Hour. LSU. Boom! And tonight, we are doing... What are we doing tonight? We're doing pork chop. Oh, look at this. All right. We'll keep it going. Michael B. I look precious here. So Michael B. wants to keep it going. We'll keep it going. I really was signing off. 
Um, so yeah, uh, I think there's a lot of patrons in here. I don't think the patrons would mind. Uh, I'm going to share a few things. I was going to get the final Patreon report uh, ready to go. Jay Jets is my favorite player, and you want and oh, you want my best Justin Jefferson card? Well, my okay, I'll say this. My number one Justin Jefferson item I have never shared on PHL because it is very, very, very rare. All right. And I what I'll do, Michael B, is since you were very generous, I will send you a photo of my most rare Justin Jefferson item. I've actually never shared it with anybody. Okay. But I'll share it just with you because you're very generous. I know you're a big fan. Now, this is the one item I I I I I can't ever give away. It's one Justin Jefferson item that will stay in my collection for the longest. Now, if somebody did offer me a life-changing amount of money, I'm going to say yes to it. But this is about as rare of a card as or it's it's oh, I won't say anything else about it. So what my best one. I'm I'm always very honest. I keep the be- I keep my best one over here. I will send you a photo of it and only you will get to see it. How about that? Okay. I got an autograph Justin Jefferson nose hairs. And look, I love Jets. I love Jamar. I love all of them, right? I love all of them. Burrow, obviously, everybody likes him. I will, Michael V. I will show it just to you. Only to you. How about that? I don't want to show it here, though. Um, I, I don't. Like how much would how much would I sell it for? Five K is a lot of money. <laughs> it's it's a lot of money, but I've honestly never shared. I I might actually I might have shared this, but I've not had it for a year, and it was really really it's really special. I I I know it sounds like I'm overselling it, but it is very hard to find because it is how it all went down and he won't ever do these types of autograph signings again. Okay. So Michael B, how about that? I think that's a fair compromise. Let's see. I did send you my favorite, like lower end Justin Jefferson card, but, but yeah, I think the lowest number I would let that, this item go for is $15,000. I'm serious. Like I love it that much. I, I, I won't, I won't say it's worth that, but that's what I would, that's what I would give it away for. It would, it would have to be that. And look, maybe there is someone out there that wants to have this item. If you are serious, I will happily show it to you, but it would need to be that. Okay. Um, could I see that getting up to that point? I don't know. Because, uh, look, if he's Jerry Rice, yeah, I could see that. And, look, it's not out of the question that he is that good. I mean, look, how many wide receivers can you name that's had a better start to a career than him? But, yeah, it would take $15,000. And that would – I would, but that would also be one of the things where it's like – Money can't buy you happiness. Uh, 
yeah, it's it's better than that. Now, what? Let, let me be clear here. Let me be clear here. It's it is better than my '96 Kobe, and I've gotten rid of that card as well. But like, I mean, rare Kobe stuff. There are millions. Okay. But Michael B., you'll see it. It is really special, though. It is really special. More so if you're an LSU fan than you're a Vikings fan. So if you just happen to be a Vikings fan watching this, sure. All right. But, yeah, 15, 20, no questions. 20, no questions. 15, I would say yes, because Haley would kill me if I'd said no. But I will say, if you are, like, I'll say this. I love Justin Jefferson. Michael B.'s favorite LSU player of all time is Justin Jefferson. So that's different. I can't sit here and tell you that my favorite all-time player is Justin Jefferson. Can't do that. I would be lying to you. Uh, but, yeah. But she would. she would honestly... Slight, uh, she she would she would kill me if I did not take that for that amount. Um, but yeah, yeah, it's it's really freaking awesome, really cool. But anyway, uh, Michael B, it's your it's your super chat. You want to keep it going? Anything you want to talk about? I know pressure. You just got in here. You can talk about anything if you want to talk. Jaden, you know, I kind of want to talk some NFL if y'all want to. Uh, if you want to talk some other SEC, some of my over under plays, I could go through. Um, I was going to say, just go watch my video. I'm going to go through all these over-under plays that I made uh, that I would play. Once again, I always say this when I'm talking betting or anything like that. This is not betting advice. Always you know, play within your own means. Have a bankroll. Uh, yeah, so full disclosure here with the Michael B. thing. I did send him a very valuable Justin Jefferson card not too long ago. All right. And I it's slabbed. It's a one of one. It was very nice. Uh, it was an LSU card, Leaf. Uh, but yeah, you know, we were Justin Jefferson fans. But obviously, there's some people that watch this channel that knew him at Destrahan. So there you go. Now, um, so yeah, I, with Michael B. and all his generosity, I did send him a very nice Justin Jefferson card. Okay. Jesse, good to see you. Um, I'm going to share with you the over-under plays I gave out in the SEC video. I still highly recommend you go watch it. Um, but here we go. My favorite play this year is A&M over 7.5. I, I really like their schedule. I think it sets up nicely. Obviously, they have Miami in week two, uh, but that game is in Miami, so that could get a little frisky. I still think Miami's a little bit away from getting where they need to be as a program. So I, I love A&M over the seven and a half, and I actually think they'll be at eight before they play us. Um, so there you go. I had Tennessee under the nine and a half win total. I don't think that they had the right quarterback picked. I don't like how their schedule sets up. And one of my spiciest upset special picks on the season, and this is an 
upset upset special would be UTSA over Tennessee early in the year. Um, this is a UTSA team with the year seven quarterback and Frank Harris and a lot returning on defense. This is going to be their Super Bowl. And I think by then Tennessee won't move on from Milton. I don't think Milton's that great. And I I think I think Tennessee under the wind total. And I'm a big hypo guy. I'm a big Tennessee guy. I got accused of being a Tennessee fan a lot last year. Um let's go to the next one. Over six and a half for Kentucky. I know I've crapped on Kentucky a lot on this channel. I probably shouldn't say that after what we discussed tonight. Um, but yeah, I, I like Kentucky in the over six and a half. I like Arkansas in the over six and a half as well. That number looks at around seven now, but I think you could still get it at six and a half other places. And uh, the last one here is under Mississippi State for six and a half. I actually like their roster overall for Mississippi State. You would think that they wouldn't be as good, you know, when they lost to Manuel Forbes. Their all lines are very experienced, but it's a jarring switch from Mike Leach and the air raid to what they're going to try and do this next year. I still think Xavier Thomas from New Orleans and Mississippi State. Um, I hope we don't. I mean, we'll never get bit snake bitten that wide receiver at LSU. But Xavier Thomas, um, you know, I think Aaron Anderson is going to be a really good player for us. Xavier Thomas actually had the best skill position grade coming out of Louisiana in that class with Aaron Anderson. And Chas Preston and Kendrick Law and all those guys. And I think Xavier Thomas is going to be a really nice player for Mississippi State this year. Uh, so there you go. Those are my plays. Uh, I'm leaning under for Alabama, leaning under for Georgia. So, yeah. Aaron Anderson breakout game from Prussia. Let's go. Once again, special teams for Florida State. Is it the absolute best? Okay. Now, Michael B., I, I could trust you, obviously. Uh, I got You got to promise you will not send this photo. I mean, this is in the uh, – this is in my super PC. I could trust Michael B., though. Bama under. LSU recruits making a strong push for Dominic McKinley here at the end. <laughs> oh, man.
Penn State in the playoff? Can Penn State get to the playoff? Oh, that's a good question, Jay Madison. NFL Rookie of the Year. I, I wanted to go JSN, and uh, he gets hurt. I think the Seahawks are going to be really good this year. Um, you know, Bijan's got a really good shot, of course. Um, I, I think Bryce is really good. I do. But, man, the Panthers are a mess. Michael B. People are gonna come after your phone, man. There, you're gonna you're gonna have hackers from all around the world <laughs> trying to type in. I have got to see this item. Oh, my favorite non-LSU SEC jersey. Who? You know, I, I I I hate to say it, but I I think I'd have to go. Georgia's black uniforms just look really cool. The black unis with the the silver bottoms, those look tight. Those look really nice. Uh, so I'm gonna go with that one.
Stetson Bennett. I think Stetson could play in the NFL. He had a really bad preseason pick, though. No way Penn State makes it. All right, y'all. Well, I'm going to let Michael B. make the choice if he wants to end it. And while he makes that choice, uh, you guys uh, can ask you anything. Go right on ahead. Jesse sent me a message on Instagram. All right. So you've never had Instagram before, and it's your first ever message. I'm scared now. What's up, man? Oh, Jesse, don't send me that. Don't do that, man. Come on. Come on. It's the same thing Danny Girl sent me. And I, that was very explicit. Don't do not do that. Those uniforms are hideous. No, they're, they're the worst things. I would hope so, Pressure. I mean, that would, that would be fools to not, to, to not do that. Ray Palmer has freaking killed it. Okay. Rakim Jarrett also made it. Very interesting. And I guess that made it easier when, you know, Russell Gage got hurt. But yeah, Trey Palmer has looked really freaking good. Oh, so you want me to eat the pork chop while can't hang it out here? Okay, that's fine. We got for another five to ten. Fantasy draft, if you are a member of the PHL Fantasy League, is next Tuesday at seven, I believe. Seven. Yeah. There you go, Forbes. Just trying to keep everybody happy, man. We appreciate you, buddy. Uh, so yeah, next Tuesday, 7 p.m. Dude, I'm going crazy for some reason. So Marcus is in the draft. Marcus, one of our best viewers. And for some reason, they won't just let him log in. It's 
So I've been dealing with this for so freaking long. So it's driving me nuts. It's driving me absolutely nuts. But yeah, the draft should be next Tuesday at 10 p.m. Central. Yeah, they, they should bring those uniforms back at some point. Um, I'd love to see it. I'd love to see it. Uh, the, the, those are those are those might have been my favorite alternates, but I'll say it again: LSU's never had a bad alternate uniform. So when you guys send me all these alternate uniform edits, you know they, they, they've got to be they they've got to be so freaking good. Like I mean, they have got to be good. Like don't send them to me, but make sure they're they don't suck. Like. I mean, I've I've been sent this one that Jesse just sent me. And no offense to Jesse, but I I've been sent this one a few times. And Danny girl, when she sent it, she said she said, "I know you're not gonna like this one." <clears throat> Drives me crazy, man! Crazy. You know, something that's very interesting is, um, you know, an NFL story for you. Um, I, I do think one quality that you have to have as a coach and just as an athlete or just anyone, really. Okay. And I think it's more important in sports than it is in other forms of entertainment. Because sports are very objective, right? It's either you win or you lose. 
you've got to be willing to change and you have got to be willing to say to yourself, I am wrong, right? Jimbo Fisher, the, he can't admit that he sucks at calling plays. Now, in yesteryear, when it was power eye and all its crap, he was fine, okay? Perfect example. Patriots cut Bailey Zappi today. And their entire draft class last year stunk. They stunk. They drafted a bunch of guys way ahead of their draft position because God knows Bill knows everything. Telling you right now, it is hard to be smarter than consensus. It is also harder to be the smartest man in the room all the time. Okay? It is so hard to do that. And, you know, look, I struggle with that. I struggle with delegating and, and all that stuff, right? Sometimes we, we struggle to get out of our own way. And one thing I really like about Brian Kelly is he is very open to new things, okay? It's part of why Nick was able to be Nick for so long. So the truth here. Um, you know, I, I got, I got, I got to be real, man. Bill's lost his fastball. I think Kraft knows it. I think everybody knows it. You got to strip that thing down to the studs. And now you're in a division with the freaking Jets. And Aaron Rodgers and that defense, Quentin Williams and the Bills and the Dolphins. And you got Mac Daddy Jones as your QB. Sheesh. But I say all that because Kayshawn made the roster. Ha <laughs> uh, Their wide receiver room has a bunch of dudes in it, and not a whole lot of them are good. I didn't watch enough preseason to say this player did good or bad. I have watched a decent amount of Trey Palmer because his highlights have been so absurd in the preseason. But I will say Zach's looked better in some of the stuff that I've seen. Oh, so you were wondering if that was the one Danny sent me? Yeah, it's it's awful. It's awful. That's that's the worst one I've seen, dude. I will never post that on here. That's how bad that edit was. Okay. I can't I can't I can't I can't I can't put that. It's like when uh we put the Herb Street photo up on here. Yeah, ain't it crazy, JoJo or over Kim Jarrett? Jared, uh, Jared and I have a mutual friend, and I, I always wanted him to go to LSU. But he didn't. He went to Maryland, had a great career there, and could have a good NFL career. He's a good player. But the thing is, if, if you come to LSU to play wide receiver, 
you're probably not going to make it. <laughs> it's so hard to play wide receiver at LSU. There's so many good ones, right? Uh, DeCorian Moore had some absurd highlights, and he he's only a junior in high school. So, yeah, I mean, watch out. It's going crazy. All right, we'll take a few more here at the end. I got to send this photo to Michael B. Um, it does take a little bit longer to do like the podcast editing. I'm posting every live stream on our podcast feed. So if you're an iTunes, Spotify person, I prefer you listen back on YouTube. But yeah, I also made a devastating mistake. So my Florida State film studies normally do pretty well. And um, and yeah, it's crazy. So I did one earlier this week, and I didn't correctly position the ads in the video. And it cost me. It cost me. Oh, my God. I was so devastated. I was like, no. No. So, like, there's so much, like, stuff you got to do, like, after the stream. But that's why I don't mind keeping going. Because I would rather keep doing a stream instead of doing the work that is needed to be done after a stream. It's my favorite thing to do is just hanging out with you guys. Yeah, I, I don't know if that would have been the best fit for him, though. Uh, I I don't. Um, you know, they 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 kind of they they they're very young at skill position. They drafted Jaden Reed out of Michigan State. They're very similar players. Um, they have Christian Watson, and they they drafted some really good tight ends, Croft and and Musgrave. So I don't know if that would have been the best fit for him. I think New England actually is a good fit for him. It's way away from the South. And that wide receiver room is dust. It really is. Um, so, yeah. Now, Michael B., your super chat still up. With your good gracious, do you mind if I go on ahead and get this thing um, done so I can get ready for uh, tomorrow's show and send you this photo? The first thing I'm going to do, Michael B., is get up, go over here, take a photo of this, and I'll let you on tomorrow's live stream tell everyone if I actually if, – if I oversold it, all right? If, if it truly is something that you think is truly spectacular – uh, I think it is. I think you're going to think the same thing. So, there you go. Uh, congrats once again to our big winners tonight. Jay Red, Roy Kent, and uh, Carson McManus getting the C-Web card. So, yeah. 
Nicholas Brissett. What a great tiger, man. Thousand yard rusher, 2018. It's a college ticket, too. All right, guys. We will talk to you tomorrow, 6 p.m. Central. Eh, it's power, power, LSU, boom. And tonight, we're pork chopping it up, baby. Let's.